0: and welcome to another episode of My Naked Mindset. I am your host, Janae Ledger. This is episode number 40. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you enjoy and maybe perhaps learn something new from this episode. I am so excited about chatting with this guest and I hope you learn more about this topic, but a few things that I want to just you know, I got, I like to give some recommendations about some things that I've been watching. Um, so first thing is I've been watching Too Hot to Handle on Netflix and holy shit, that show is so addicting. It's so good. I have really just been kind of been binge watching it actually. And let me, I'll just like give like a brief, um overview of what it's about. So all of these single people go to what they think is gonna be this show called Pleasure Island, but in reality it's the you know, the show is called Too Hot to Handle. So they basically think they're gonna like hook up and, you know, meet the other young single people. But when they go on the island, they actually cannot hook up, kiss, be intimate in any sort of way. So it's actually quite an interesting concept and if they do kiss anyone or do anything intimate they actually the prize at the end is like 200k but every single time they do something intimacy wise or kissing or anything the money goes down so they're trying to build these connections with people but really not have it be physical just um you know emotional and get to know each other's personalities and about their life and whatever so Very interesting concept. Highly recommend if you're into, you know, the whole dating shows. Um, And then, of course, The Bachelor has been very interesting. Um, Clayton's season is very, very dramatic. I've been really enjoying it. And if you watch, I'm sure you know all about the Shanae and Elizabeth drama. It's just been so wild. And so it's been very, very entertaining. And, yeah, I can't wait to see what it comes down to at the end like will should I still be there or are we just gonna you know skip right over her because she's dramatic and no one really none of the other girls like her so it's like you know where is it gonna go so hopefully Clayton figures it out because she's not my cup of tea that's for damn sure but anyways I still have Some waterproof stickers with my logo on it. If you guys are interested in supporting the podcast, I totally appreciate the support. If you do want to get one, um, definitely feel free to message me um, and I can ship those out to you and I really, I really truly appreciate any support. I do accept Venmo, Cash App, Apple Pay, PayPal, definitely connect with me on Instagram Um, if you would like to purchase those. And then also I've been trying to do more on TikTok. So follow me on there as well. I appreciate your support and your love. All right, let's get into the episode. All right, everyone. I have a very special guest today. We're going to be just discussing all things about being in an ethical non-monogamy relationship. Everyone, please welcome to the show, Jen. Hello. (laughs) I'm so excited to chat with you today. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for being here. I appreciate your time. And I just can't wait to get into this topic. I'm so intrigued about this topic and just kind of hear from your experiences and share, um, you know, some stories. Um, So I always like to start by, you know, how did you meet your partner? Maybe some of your dating
1: history. Yeah. So... I actually, my husband and I have been married for, let's see, in, in 10 days, it'll be our 10 year anniversary. <laughs> so us. we were together for a total of about 13 years so far. Um, so we actually met in junior high band class. Oh, my God. So (laughs) I know. It's super nerdy. I love it. (laughs) But everyone's, you know, everyone goes back to this one time in band class or at band camp kind of thing. (laughs) Um, But so I played percussion and he played trombone and we were both like the troublemaker instruments somehow. So we were in the back. So I got to see him do really dumb things with the other boys. And for some reason, I thought that was really cute. (laughs) (laughs) um but he was a grade above me and we kind of lost touch after high school i had like the worst dating times of course you know senior year i met an older guy girls mm-hmm. don't do it when you're a teenager later on yeah but like <laughs> um and then I just dated any random guy on the scene i say the scene it's like the same people that were going to the bars in the area that we lived in the same guys I would see it shows all the time, like concerts and everything. And I worked at a music store for a long time. So the the guys that would come in and, you know, we'd talk about music. It's really terrible. (laughs) It was real. My choice was really bad (laughs) My choices back then. Um, But, you know, everything is a learning experience as long as, you know, it didn't leave any permanent scars on anybody. So um, I had a long-term boyfriend for about a year and a half at that time. And we broke up and that that was in MySpace days. Oh, I love it. And it was so great. (laughs) So my now husband and I reconnected on MySpace and Mm -hmm. started talking about like black metal and all kinds of different metal and like just getting into shows and music. And um, he invited me over to watch Hellboy. (laughs) So yeah, (laughs) so that's how we connected. And then we were just like, from our first date, I was like, okay, this is the guy. Like wow. this is it for me? I just knew it. I was like, oh. I haven't seen him in years, but I just knew. It. Like I texted my friend at the time, my best oh. friend, and I was like, okay, this is totally the guy. Oh wow! Now that fell apart after the third date when I oh. beat him at a uh, <laughs> at movie trivia. Love he was it. real butthurt about that, <laughs> and so <laughs> so I always knew that like usually the third date is the cutoff for a guy to try to kiss you, right? Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, third date means if it doesn't happen after the third date, that's it. Well, he was real butthurt and didn't make a move. And I left very confused. (laughs) We still talk about it to this day. And he sent me a text message that was like, I don't know what was worse. The fact that you beat me so badly at movie trivia or the fact that I didn't try to kiss you. And I was like, okay, it's okay. (laughs) That's so we've been together ever since.
0: (laughs) Wow. That is a cool story. And it's so cool that you guys, I mean, essentially you grew up together, even if you like lost touch. Like, I mean, I think that's so cool though, because so many people I've, I've heard other people's stories that like you know they knew each other when they were super young and then they somehow reconnected and it's and and it's like they've been together for so long I I love those stories so that's really cool um now let me ask you this when you first I mean if you can remember when you kind of first met him would you like thinking back on it now are you like oh my god I can't believe I met my or I married my you know middle school crush
1: Yes, it was. It's shocking, like, especially when we first started dating, we would talk about it all the time. For me, it was, I was, (laughs) for me, I was like, oh, I can't believe it's so weird to look back and go, hey, this guy that's in this band class, you know, band picture with me is the guy I eventually married, right? And from his perspective, he was like, if I'd have known I was going to see your boobs when we were 12. such a male response like not like that i was gonna fall in love with this person just yeah (laughs) that's awesome wow
0: (laughs) i love that so love your story you guys it sounds like you guys have like a great foundation and yes and i'm sure it's kind of getting into our topic today um i'm sure you had to build such a strong foundation and just like really have so much trust in each other and stuff mm-hmm. um you know to to be in an open relationship so i i want to get into you know how you guys maybe had that conversation or started out you know maybe talking about how you guys wanted to be um in an open relationship so let's get into that
1: yeah so just kind of like you said the about the strong foundation, that's, that's like the primary thing that I think has to be like hammered home for anybody who thinks that this is the way to go is how important that was, how important a strong foundation is. This is not, it's not a way to fix a relationship for mm-hmm. sure. It's not like, oh, there's really something missing. We're not doing this. I'm not getting that blah, 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 blah. Um, and so let's bring in somebody else or let me run off and do this, even though my partner's not happy with it, I'm going to do it anyway. You know, Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't work that way. There's too much, um, people who will hold on to too many emotions. And if you already in a place where you're not talking about things, you're not going to talk about this, honestly. Um, so I, you know, we've even talked about how early in our marriage, this would have never worked for us. Um, And that was just because we had our own things that we were working on, on our own kind of settling into our relationship, getting to know each other, getting to know those love languages, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, me, you know, I had a lot of self-esteem issues. So me being insecure about myself that really had nothing to do with him, it was something I struggled with my whole life, came out in me going, (gasps) did you just look at that waitress? Did you just, you know, like stuff like that, that now I'm like, dear God, how did, how did we survive like this insecurity so bad? But, you know, we got to a place for many years now where everything's been really good. Um, it just kind of came up naturally. I think, you know, during this whole pandemic, everybody is really missing. Well, I say everybody, those of us who like human connection are missing human connection so much yes right it's like so true. I, I think so many of us didn't realize like I was always like oh I hate people oh I hate people you know and this whole thing has made it to where I'm like it's not that simple I actually really love people I yeah. love connecting with people I just don't like shitty people because I worked in customer service for so long <laughs> you yeah, <know>? understandable yeah <laughs> I totally love that <laughs> So, I think it just kind of all came to a head. It's funny i I started meeting people through podcasting, mm-hmm. and um, like i said we're we're so open. we talk about everything. My husband and I um I started meeting people through podcasting. I started meeting people who I was connecting on a more personal level, mm-hmm. and it made me feel guilty and I was like, "Why do I feel so guilty about this like what is?" what is at the root of this right because i'm not doing anything wrong right my husband knows that i'm connecting with people um why do i feel guilt about getting along with somebody just because of their gender right yeah um so you know i he and i <laughs> actually we smoked a bit and we were you know just talking about everything and i said you know i feel really guilty about these connections that i'm making um, one of these guys gave me a compliment, told me I was pretty. And I, I kind of shut everything down from there. And I was like, but it's weird. Why do we do that? And he's like, well, you know, I don't, I don't feel like you need to do that. And I'm like, well, that's great that you don't need feel that need, but I guess it's just ingrained, right? Well, because we grow up in this space. Most of us have grown up in this space. I'm I'll be 39 in March. I'm not sure what the average listener is, but, um, you know have grown up in this space where my parents were pretty religious but um Mm -hmm. you even people that were not religious in the United States were so like limited on sexuality and monogamy and this is supposed to be this way and this is supposed to be this way and you're supposed to go to college
0: and get married and have a kid how yeah
1: everything yeah. Everything is built on these expectations and you start going, okay, but I'm following these expectations of people who have nothing to do with my actual life. Right. Yes. So we're yeah. talking about it more and we're like, man, like, why do we, why do we follow these quote unquote rules, these unspoken rules right. that are based on, you know, a religion that we don't follow or a lifestyle that we don't, subscribe to or something that just doesn't fit us at all, you know, mm-hmm. and we're like, okay, well, maybe we don't need to follow that. Like, how do you feel about it? Well, I don't feel like we ever needed to follow it. Okay. Well, I didn't really, but I didn't know how to really discuss that with you. And we're going, we thought we talked about everything. Yeah. <laughs> right. But the thing is people don't talk about that. That's they so- don't. Yeah. I mean, they just don't it because it doesn't come up naturally, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, unless somebody around them has that. And then it's a whole other conversation. So we just kind of started talking from there. And we both were like, you know what? I would feel totally safe and comfortable knowing that we were, I- I'm more of the outgoing person. Mm-hmm. He's a little more introverted, right? Gotcha. And he's like, I don't know how it would meet people anyway. And he's like, but I know how you are. And I don't feel like you should have to shut down this like part of who you are because it just doesn't fit expectations. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing is, I'm just a very loving person in general. I care about people. I have a lot of love to give, even if it's a plat- in a platonic way. Okay. Um, and so he's like, you know, you're having to like shut down this part of who you are because if this person sees you talking to this guy, they're going to think it's inappropriate, but Mm. why do we care? Right. Right. You know, that's true. So, you know, then we talked about it more and it became this whole, like being sure that it's not about not meeting each other's needs. Right. Right. So the, the issue with that is that why do we put so much pressure on one person who is supposed to be this perfect person to meet every need of ours? And then when they can't, because it's not, I mean, it's not realistic, right? Yeah. To go to think, yeah, to think you're going to find this one person who's going to be exactly perfect for Mm -hmm. me all the time. And that's not a slight against monogamy because monogamy works for many people. I just mean, we're kind of trained in this magical love story sort of way. And they're going to, you're going to feel, you know, fireworks and everything's right. going to be perfect. And they're going to do everything that meets every need for you. And that's, that's, that's so, so much pressure and it's not it realistic.
0: Is. Right. And it puts pressure on them too, to like live up to those expectations and those needs and wants and desires as well. So
1: I exactly. totally agree. And so, you know, you kind of work, you you people everybody talks about the love languages right Mm -hmm. he and I have two totally different love languages but does that mean that we're not okay together no not at all and it's a weird it's a weird expectation to go if there's one thing that doesn't work for you you got to throw this away and start over like that doesn't it just doesn't make sense to us and it's just not it's to me it's it's just a genuinely unkind way of living Mm-hmm. To say somebody has to be perfect for you to love them, right? You know,
0: so I mean, yeah, that's that makes sense to me, one hundred. Like, I just, I feel like whatever works for the couple, right? It's like every yeah. every relationship is so different, and <laughs> and if something is working for you, then why change it? You know,
1: and why change it for? somebody else's expectations that aren't even your own right. <laughs> like that's what co- constantly kept sort of coming back to us every time we would talk about it was we're going okay but what happens when our friends find out do we want to tell our friends do we want to let them find out in a weird way what are they going to think wait a second wait a second why do we care and right. it just kept we would catch ourselves over and over going wait a second why does why is that important you know what, what
0: I mean? 100%. So do you, do you share that with it? Like your friends and family, or do you kind of just keep yes. it hush?
1: Sure. How does that part work? So we shared with our friends pretty, but pretty early on. Um, mm-hmm. And that was simply because, you know, when you're out with your friends, hang, even just hanging out with your friends, talking about it, you want to be able to talk to them about everything that's going on in your life. And yeah. we are not secret keepers. So that's you know, part of who we are. Um, which a few of those conversations went differently than I thought they would. To yeah. be perfectly honest, um, uh, my best that- friend, her husband was not not okay with it. Mm. Um, which is funny because it's none of his business. But exactly. he had very strong opinions, and instantly his opinion of me changed. It was really? that I was going to be a bad influence. Um, that's that's unfair yeah I mean and people really forget that it's ethical non-monogamy
0: right, right. <laughs> it's, it's on both parties you guys both agree right like exactly you with, you know, being open and and what is like the or actually before I even ask that um yeah. so you said your most of your friends had like a, a positive reaction to it mm-hmm. Well, that's good. I'm glad that they, they were open and, and kind of understood like, you know, why you guys wanted to be in an open relationship. And it sounds like, you know, that one person, you know, obviously you're right. It was none of his business, but
1: and he's not my chosen friend. So it doesn't matter.
0: (laughs) See, that's (laughs) true too. And that's, and that's a, I mean, that's a, I'm sure it was like interesting conversations to have. And like, you know, you, you probably didn't know where it was going to go. Like, was it going to be positive? Was it going to be negative? And and I feel like just like anything in life, like, oh, if I'm going to go move to another state or I'm going to, I don't know, I'm going to, I'm going to be a stripper. or I don't know. I'm just coming up with silly things. Yeah. But, um, Anything in your life, people are going to have an opinion about it. But at the, the end, at the end of the day, it's like your life, you're going to do what's best for you. And, and if it's working in your relationship, then I say, fuck what everyone else thinks. Like, exactly.
1: You know? um, and you, you really do have to take on that, that you know, attitude about it is because right. nobody else is supporting us. Nobody is, you know, in the marriage with us, except any partners that we have. Right. These are the people whose opinions matter. And what I love to have a hundred percent support from our friends and family, of course I would, but not right. everybody's going to understand it. And some people are more deeply rooted in those quote unquote, traditional values, you know? Right, so
0: right. I totally get that. Now what's like the What would you say is the hardest part about being in an open relationship?
1: It kind of, there's kind of two different things. So between with your partner, um, for me, the hardest part has been getting past this guilt that is deeply, deeply ingrained in there.
0: Yeah.
1: And we, we make sure we talk about it, but it's very much like how do you say it? Like, like your body naturally goes, okay, you're doing something wrong. And it starts yes. to panic a little bit, you right. know? Um, and so it's kind of just working through that, which I do have a therapist who's very sex positive and I Love absolutely it. adore her. Um, and she has a lot of experience in this. And so she works with me on it, but That's it's, good. it's surprising how, even when it's something that you're choosing to do, you have these things that have been just thrown at you for so long right? that even your brain is going, uh-oh, are we supposed to be doing this? <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Um, oh. So that's it with the partner thing. Um, be- otherwise, it's been really great. We've been really lucky. Again, we communicate about everything. Now, right. as far as meeting people. Yeah. I want to know about that as well. <sighs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> like how do you meet people do you go on apps do you meet in like i quote i say the wild meaning like out.
1: <laughs> so i prefer quote unquote the wild or through other people yep. i prefer not to use apps um and that's okay. that's simply my preference i know a lot of people in the poly community who love to use apps and that's hey that's what works for them for me i prefer prefer more low-key kind of connections with people, like more natural connections. Um, not really people who are going, I need to connect with somebody right now that, you know what I mean? Right. That's just how I prefer it. Um, so because I'm not connecting with people in the specific poly apps and poly communities, you know, there's always the very upfront. It's really important to be really upfront with people about where you're at. Um, And I have had a few people, a few really great people that I've met that thought they could handle it. They thought Mm -hmm. it was okay. And then feelings inevitably become involved and they're going, this isn't going to work for me. I thought I could do this, but I'm not okay with sharing with you with somebody else, even though that somebody else came first or anybody else that might come along or, Um, a lot of the people that I meet are not married. Um, and so they realize that they want a partner that will eventually end in marriage and that's not going to be me, you know? So it's more of, um, I would say the biggest issue is really just going kind of meeting people and waiting it out and letting their feelings really develop giving them that time to go is this actually going to work or not because for many of them it's the first time they've ever been with anybody who is non-monogamous
0: right that's true because that's something to I'm sure adjust to just like I mean in any relationship it's like you kind of get to know each other and just kind of feel out this situation and and um you know like you were saying see if it's right for them because I'm sure maybe when you also first started maybe you guys had to kind of like you were saying, you communicate, which I love. And I'm sure that that's like, probably one of the most important parts of this is like just communicating all of your feelings. And oh, I, you know, I, I, I had a situation X, Y, and Z, and I felt, you know, I felt uncomfortable or, you know, whatever the case may be, but I'm sure in any certain situation, it's like, you really have to, I think in this case, you have to overly communicate, right? Because it's like,
1: all of the parties need to be on the same page. You hit the nail on the head right there. Like you have to over communicate because you don't, it's the kind of situation where you don't want to go. I thought you were okay with this. Right. Right. <laughs> you can't unring the bell. As they yes. Say. No, that's you a know? good way to put it.
0: Um, so, so have you, have you seen any people for like an extended period of time or like walk me through some of, um, you know, the people that you or your husband have dated?
1: So I've seen a couple of people for more extended period of time. Um, One of the things that most people (laughs) in the poly world will tell you that scheduling is the biggest bitch (laughs) with this kind of thing. (laughs) It's scheduling, Um, especially when you're like my husband and I, we have, you know, we work full time outside of the home. Then we have a seven and a half year old son who we are also homeschooling right now. And. I was seeing somebody who was a single dad who had shared custody of his daughter and he worked full-time outside of the home. And it was just kind of like
0: the timing,
1: the timing is everything. The timing is everything. And the scheduling of things and the making sure that you're not, um, you know, some people do subscribe to the whole um, what's the word Um, like hierarchy type of poly. Mm -hmm. Um, where they will have their nesting what is called your nesting partner if you have one which is your partner that you live with Mm -hmm. um and they will consider them a primary right and some of them like to have it to where their primary has to okay all of of the other decisions um Uh we don't really do that because my husband believes that I am my own person <laughs> Yeah, and we're, we chose to do this together and we're not going to veto any kind of hanging out with somebody, you know, we would never disrespect each other on this. Like, Hey, it's your birthday. Sorry. I have a date with someone else, you know, right. there's right. the basic respectful things, but um, yeah, it's, it's very much, you know, you're your own person, even if you are in this marriage, partnership, whatever it is. Um, So yeah, scheduling is a bitch. (laughs) That's been been. the biggest thing. And then inevitably both have realized that they don't like sharing. So, which is, you know, there's no hard feelings. I'm still friends. And that's kind of just the kind of person I am though. Um, For me, you should always treat people uh more than how they fit into your life um so just because things don't work out with us doesn't mean that I'm not super excited for you to move on and now this experience has helped you figure out what you do want yes
0: all a learning experience to be honest Yeah, Like, like any relationship every single relationship that I've been in it's like I learn new things of, you know, things I want, things I don't want, things I really enjoy. Like, I think that's just like anything. Um, So now let me ask you this. If you do, you know, go on a date with someone. So were you saying that you, you share it with your husband afterwards or like how you said that you don't have to like ask him for permission or is that what you said?
1: Yeah. So basically I'll just say, Hey, I have a date on this night or, Hey, I'm going to go hang out with this person on this night. And that's it. We kind of, I make sure that I'm checked in with him just as far as safety wise. right? And then we kind of the next day or that night, if it's not too late, we'll kind of run down and give each other the info in his case. He likes, he likes to know if I had a good time, likes to know, if, you know, how I interacted with the person. Not everybody's like that. Um, I know. I, how yeah.
0: do you not get jealous? Or I, that was one of my questions. Like yeah. how, how is that part? Just because I am I, picture myself doing it and I would just be super curious, but I would also have a jealous side. So how no. do you combat that?
1: For us, again, we just both, it wouldn't have been possible in the first few years of our marriage. It would not. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah. Um, But we kind of reached the point where we both just want each other to be happy and fulfilled. I and love that. Yeah. Yeah, and we've had the conversations that hey, neither one of us can give each other a hundred percent of what that other person might need or just want. Right. You know, I I mean, it's it's a little crazy to think that one person needs to either already be a hundred percent everything that you want in a human or Mm. change to be that way. Why do we throw away relationships just because we want somebody to change, and that's so unfair? Right. You know, I'm not saying not saying you know this person could be totally wrong with wrong for you and you just stick with them. It's just you have a million things you have all these things that make you love this person and you go oh well but he doesn't cuddle enough so you know it's just not going to work out. It's crazy to me. It's crazy right. to both of
0: us. <laughs> no. I totally understand what you're saying and it it is an interesting concept of just like. Yeah. Like, why does it have to just be like one person for, you know, for the rest of your life?
1: Um, So, you know, one of the things that people in the poly community love to bring up is the whole chocolate cake scenario. I love chocolate cake, right? I Uh love chocolate cake, but do I want to eat chocolate cake the whole rest of my life only and never be allowed to have any other kind of cake? No, because other cakes are good as well. Does that mean that I no longer love chocolate cake? No, I still love chocolate cake. <laughs> right. No, that's a
0: good. That's a good example of how to like put it. Um. So, so you guys have been in this for what is it? A year that you've been kind of open. Yes. Yeah. Um. Now, how do? So you can like obviously hang out, go on dates with other people. Is there intimacy in in this relationship? Oh yeah. Or in the rela- other relationships? I sh- yeah. I should ask.
1: If we choose to, then yes, we're fully, fully, it's fully within our quote unquote boundaries um, to do that. It's at our discretion. We just ask that we are safe, you mm-hmm. know, use protection always, and that we do, we're very open about testing and being tested and any partners being tested as well. So That's
0: good.
1: Yeah. yeah, we just, we would hate to ever, I mean, beyond getting something, which is already horrible, you don't want to ever bring something back to your partner um, by being careless. And, you know, the idea is to always be prepared ahead of time. I'm not going to go, Hey, I met somebody, maybe I should get tested soon. No, I just, it's on a regular basis um, to be tested, be prepared, especially in between any partners
0: Definitely. and that
1: way. Yeah. And that way you're, we know hormones take over. If you're in a hot and heavy situation, you're not going to go stop, wait, <laughs> Right. let's discuss this now, you know, and you get really comfortable talking to people ahead of time about, hey, this is, this is my expectation that these are my boundaries, we're not going to do this unless this, you know. Right. Setting you those know.
0: boundaries ahead of time too, I'm sure was extremely important in this situation, yeah. making sure, you know, I'm going to feel comfortable with this, but maybe, you know, I, I don't really feel comfortable with this.
1: Exactly. And I hadn't been dating anybody since my right. 20s, yeah, early to mid 20s. And so I was like, man, I got to get in the habit of all this stuff again. You know,
0: I know it's so different. Like yeah, even from when I was a teenager to, you know, my late 20s, it was just like, this is so different, just like, I mean, the apps are, that's how actually me and my boyfriend met, but honestly, it's, it, it is fun to just, like, go out and, and meet people that way, too, but yeah. it, I feel like, you know, even the kids nowadays, you know, the teenagers, it's like, they probably just, besides meeting in school, it's like, uh, I don't even know, they probably yeah. just use apps as well, it's, it's very interesting. Oh, yeah. Um. So, what is, like if someone was interested in, you know, trying out being in an open relationship, what advice would you give a couple?
1: Well, the first thing is just make sure that you're not trying to fix a problem. It's not, this is not a band-aid solution at all. This is all right. the kind of thing you take on when you know you're solid, when you know you can trust your partner 100%. Um, to be honest, not just about what they're doing, but about how they're feeling with what you are doing, because that's, I mean, it's just as bad for somebody to not tell you what they're doing for them to go. Yeah, no, I'm fine with this. I'm fine with this. And to be hurting inside, you know, nobody wants that for their partner or else why are you with them? (laughs) You know? Um, So I would, I would really say that make sure you have that solid foundation, make sure you know that you're going to be a hundred percent honest, trustworthy, and know that it's a lot of work, mm. um, emotional work, you know, work on just who you are as a person. You're going to discover a lot of things about yourself that you didn't realize. Mm. Um, I initially speaking of boundaries, didn't realize how, like, how much I had grown in being able to voice my feelings and my boundaries about things from my twenties. And so it was a good thing, but it's not always a good experience. I've had, I've had bad experiences for sure. Um, I've had, unfortunately, lots of men who like to tell you they're single or, and this is not a slight against men. This just happens to be the ones that I've had the experience with um, have told me they're single or they're in an open marriage. And it turns out they're very much not. And that was, I mean, within the span of a few months that there were multiple over and over again really? um yeah. yeah or people out there who think that because you're in one of these open or poly relationships that you're just down for anybody <laughs> like that's um, not how that works right. <laughs>
0: Like
1: there still needs um, to be that
0: connection and an emotional yeah and, and absolutely and, and just like anything right it's just like you obviously want to have that connection with with someone and um, so so you said some people would say that they were an open mar- or open relationship marriage, mm-hmm. and they so did you have any situations where, like, how like I guess, how'd you find out that they were like actually really? Married?
1: <laughs> I'm kind of curious about that. So, the I have I have busted multiple men based on their selfies. Oh, and we're gonna give this information out, and yeah, I don't tell, care, tell my listeners, yes. <laughs> So believe it or not, they will send me selfies, right? And yep. I can see the decor in their pictures.
0: Oh, we
1: know damn well when a woman's touch has been somewhere. So right? true, so true. And so I would ask about decor, mm-hmm. and uh, one guy told me, <laughs> one guy told me he got this really gorgeous bed in the divorce, and I was like, oh. bullshit! Shame oh, leaving oh, that my- bed behind, <laughs> right? and just straight up at that point I was like okay you're keeping something from me and I need you to tell me now like period and you know they always try to pull the sympathy card of well I just don't want to chase you off oh my god excuse me give me a choice in the matter you know what I mean like of course it's gonna chase me off you're married and your wife has no idea what you're doing
0: Right, right but I'm
1: not kidding you multiple times it's been the decor in their house (laughs) <laughs> that's a good that's a good tip yeah and wow. one of them was specifically because he had curtains
0: okay yep curtains that's a good yep. that's a good call how <laughs> many men I mean my boyfriend had one thing in his whole apartment on the wall no. <laughs> it was all just bare walls like yep. that's, that's a good call any any other tips of find like figuring out I guess social media i'm sure you could probably dig
1: a little bit on that maybe sort of but so many people don't so many especially so many guys they don't have social media these days they just oh, don't That's tough. um because but yeah honestly gut feelings when you okay. have these people who are only communicating with you from eight to five
0: mm, okay. why
1: can't you talk to me before or after work dude that's Come a good on. call. That's
0: a good call. Because then you know they probably are going home to their significant exactly. other. Exactly.
1: Or you don't hear from them much on the weekends. You know, and they try to give you excuses like, "Oh, we'll work this," blah blah blah. That. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't touch my phone. <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> sure you don't, buddy. <laughs> right.
0: Right. Have you have any? Have you had any like bad dates that you can share? <laughs>
1: bad dates um or like a
0: bad situation I don't know something funny oh god or
1: ridiculous (laughs) I mean to me the married guys that stuff has been ridiculous for me I did have one man that I met through podcasting and I Mm -hmm. met him on reddit actually Mm -hmm. and he was in his early 40s and he seemed like perfectly fine dad father of two divorced Um, within three days he told me he was in love with me and wanted to move from California to Texas where I live and spend the rest of his days worshiping me wow (laughs) oh my god that's a lot
0: wow so Um, you didn't even meet him this was just like
1: no this was just preliminary chatting on reddit That started off with podcasting and that's it's so funny I bring that up because guys don't realize a lot of the uh interaction that we get as women in public but also on social media my friend's like where are you on you know where are you at what kind of groups are you in uh podcasting stuff dude Mm -hmm. like you don't understand (laughs)
0: like
1: period um I had that one I had one that was the he was also from california also met him through podcasting stuff he turned out to be a firefighter and the president of his no uh, superintendent of his school district oh my gosh yeah and he was married and had two kids i found wow. that out and then there was another guy that was supposedly um, a politician in florida <laughs> married wow. oh my gosh yeah and wow. very um very involved in his church
0: Gotcha. So you, I know you said you like just really upfront say like, Hey, like this is my situation. Um, how do men usually react to you? Like, say if you meet someone out, like, I don't know, you're at a restaurant with your girlfriends and you, you know, just happen to start talking to someone. What is usually the reaction? Like, I guess, good and bad. What do, what do people usually say?
1: From men that I've met, I've never had a bad reaction off the bat. Uh, and well, let me, I've had it never had a negative reaction. Let me rephrase that (laughs) because because it's not always a reaction that I love because again, especially men think that if you're open or you're poly or any of those, um, that means you're going to hook up with anybody. You're Mm. down for anybody and you're into crazy, freaky, wild things, which some of us are, but only with the people that we choose, not with just any guy that comes along. Um, And every guy thinks that they're okay with it in the beginning, because I don't, I don't think they realize how easy it is to actually get feelings, even if it's not super romantic feelings, super like love or anything like that. Things do change when you get to know somebody and you become connected with them you know right. so they don't even think about that they're just thinking about the sex part and they're like I'm fine with it
0: <laughs> right right. but it's like there is more to that and and that's an interesting thought though because yeah like when you think of you know men having sex and just I guess in general just having the quote-unquote dirty mind I mean I have a freaking I have just as a dirty mind than oh.
1: any. <laughs> I have a mind of a like 15 year old boy it's Me ridiculous <laughs>
0: Like literally, I have. Like, I definitely think about sex and just dirty things with yeah. my boyfriend. Like, just, there's just no doubt.
1: Yeah, um, but, but they like, don't believe you. Men don't believe you yes. when you say that, though. Right? They de-
0: He never does. And I'm like, I definitely think. Like, I'm I'm always thinking about it. Like, even if I'm like in a meeting at work, I'll just think of like something crazy, and I'm like, mm-hmm. why am I thinking of that? <laughs> it's um, perfectly
1: normal. We just don't verbalize it as much as men always have. So we think it's yeah. strange when really you get to talk to other women. You're like, oh yeah, we're all like this. All right. <laughs> right. So it's but like, it is, you know, when I started talking to you about doing this at the same time, there was a guy in the podcasting group who mm-hmm. said he was looking for another co-host for his podcast about sex, love and relationships. Right. Tell this guy a little bit about myself, and my situation instantly instantly changes from like perfectly respectful conversation to do you like this porn or this porn better what gets you off more this or this um I want to do I'm I'm doing a sponsorship thing I don't make money yet but we're going to talk about the sex toy company so I figure we can say like how horny we are and I'm like you literally don't know me yet (laughs) but the second that I said you know I'm an open book and right. we're in, you know, ethical non-monogamy, i poly, it turned into anything goes, And wow. it's like, there's still a level of respect, especially, yeah. you know, I don't know, but <laughs> wow. it's just a whole, I had to back out of that real quick. Literally, <laughs> like, you're like, yeah, uh, this isn't going to work, dude. <laughs> wow.
0: That's wild. I mean, I... I'm all for like whatever the heck works for you. And I, I love that you're so open about it and like willing to share your experiences. Um, Is there anything like what, I guess I know I asked about like your most negative experience, but what would you say is like uh, an experience that you always look back on or like something really positive um, you know, with one of your partners that you were with or an experience, I guess while doing this?
1: Um, I would say that probably it was my first partner outside of marriage that it didn't work out for us, but Mm -hmm. I have given him lots of good advice on how to make his love life work because he was somebody that realized, Hey, this isn't going to work. You already have, you know, quote unquote, you're already taken. You already Mm -hmm. have your husband, you already have this. Um, and, just kind of giving him advice on different things to help him. You know, I had girlfriends who were like, "Uh, I'll be damned if I'm going to help some man be better for another woman. I mean, to me, the human experience is just so much more than that. It's so much more than how this guy fit into my life. You know what I mean? I I don't want this person to be unhappy just because they're not with me, Mm -hmm. you know? And, you know, so I think that's probably one of my more more positive things is just knowing that I could still be there for somebody, even though it didn't work out for us.
0: So I speak. love that. That's, that's yeah. really sweet. That's very, I feel like you have a very good, you have a very honest and good heart and that, that definitely shows. And I, and just from chatting with you, I feel like you really, you. I can feel your energy. You have really, really great energy. Um, I'm super, um, intuitive. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I really really like vibe on people's energy. You have like a really great, great energy. Um, so I mean, that's, that's awesome that you were able to, you know, connect with him, even though, like you were saying, it didn't work out for you, but that doesn't mean that you have to like hate the, you know, hate the person or like shun them out of your life. And I think it's so great. Like and I think a lot of people in this world, they think of their exes and they're like, oh my God, I hate them. And I never want to speak with them again. But every once in a while, I feel like I've, you know, some of my friends and stuff, like we are still friends with our exes. I'm yeah. fine with all my exes. And Me I think too. That there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's like, if you shared, you know, part of your life or, you know, however long it was, they probably know so much about you and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And I think that like, obviously... Um, you know, keeping in contact or just being on good terms with people. It's, it's okay. And it's, it's not a bad thing. Um, And I think, you know, being in a, being in an open relationship, and I think, I hope people learn from, you know, even your, your experiences and your stories that, you know, if obviously building the solid foundation and just building that trust and having that trust and feeling so comfortable, I think that's kind of I've I've talked to a few people that have been in open relationships and and it's like really like you have to be so comfortable and yeah. so trustworthy and overly communicate like we were saying and just really understand that like you know we're in this together but like let's enjoy ourselves and and get to know different people and have different experiences and like you were saying like one person is not going to fill all of these buckets if you will you know Mm -hmm. and I think that's a great way to put it and um so what is what is one thing that you I guess look for um in another partner like what is like a couple of the things that you're like I really want you know I don't know to to go I don't know have some movie night I don't know something silly what (laughs) what do you look for I'm curious
1: for me it's all about the feeling that I get with them, like, um, the yeah. conversation, the, can they make me laugh? They have to be able to make me laugh. Yeah. Um, I get a lot of people that will ask what my physical type is. And I honestly don't have one. I mean, it goes across every, yeah. every kind, because for me, that emotional connection is so much more important. And I say that, and I don't mean like, we all have to be hippie to be love. That's how I am but that doesn't mean everybody around me has to be. I just look for people with, you know, people who are kind, um, people who are uh, aware of the feelings of other people around them. I can't tell you how many times I've spoken to guys who will talk about themselves for hours. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. And they, they literally, they'll never ask any of the, like, we're having conversation here it's easy for me to go hey what's your favorite this and you go what about yours exactly so many of them are just not aware and i try not to hold it against them too much and i'll try to kind of like steer the conversation because some people just don't have that they don't yeah. they don't have that experience with it they were never taught that um so really just kindness somebody with a good sense of humor um i'm really into movies and music so anybody that i can talk to about those for a long time like I used to think who's not into movies and music. Uh, there are plenty of people who are just not into like they're not important to them. <laughs> I'm like, oh. how? How
0: <laughs> I know that's that is that's a big one because if, if <laughs> you know you're you hope that like your main hobby is the person that you're seeing is in is into them or like at least like willing to partake in like maybe going to the movies with you or, yeah. or whatever.
1: Binge I'm a big to- horror nerd. So if they can talk horror, I'm like right. yes yes we can talk forever yeah it's just like finding those common
0: interests and I think you know just vibing I think that's a huge thing too is when you feel and like if you're in someone's presence and you feel like uncomfortable or even like nervous in like a bad way that what you were saying like your gut your gut is telling you hey this is not right and I think Mm -hmm. that's a that's a huge factor I mean when I used to go on dates I would be like one of my main things is like, do I feel comfortable in his yeah. presence? Or like, if I left my purse here, would I be afraid that he would like walk away or like <laughs> not protect my shit? You know, like silly things like that. I feel like is just, just so important.
1: On one of my more recent dates, I realized that one thing that I needed to ask myself was, do I feel like this person is protective of me or that I need to be protected from them? Yes. And it was something point. I had never really thought about before, but this person, this guy had like a very, um, he wasn't jealous or defensive. He was very, very kind, but he had a very protective nature about him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what, this is something that I need to start paying more attention to as well.
0: I love that though, because you're, you're learning more about yourself. Yeah. Right? And like, mm-hmm. I love learning different things about myself or my partner. And I'm sure you can also bring that back into like your marriage and just kind of learning more about yourself and sharing that with your husband. So I think that's, I love that. That's great. Yeah. All right, Jess. Well, it's, or I'm sorry, Jess, not Jess, Jen, <laughs> my best friend is Jess. I'm
1: sorry. I've been called <laughs> Jess and Jessica so many times throughout my life. I'm just like, mm-hmm, yes. <laughs> oh my God. Sorry. <laughs> We'll um, go with it, is, it. I think I was meant to be named Jessica, and uh, my family just didn't do it right because so my funny. whole life. And and people tell me that all the time. Oh, you seem more like a Jessica. I'm like, sure. Okay. <laughs> <That's so funny.
0: laughs> um, all right. I think it's game time. Are you ready?
1: I love games. Yes.
0: All right. Let's do this. All right. So this is called this or that. You can just pick between one or the other. Okay. All right. So first one is pasta or pizza. Oh pasta. Pasta.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Tacos or burgers? Tacos. Tacos. I love tacos too. Mm-hmm. Coffee or a smoothie?
1: Smoothie. I don't smoothie. drink coffee.
0: Oh, fair. That's unless
1: fair. unless I've gotten zero sleep.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll just guzzle it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I love I love coffee. This one might be a tough one for you. Do you have to live without movies or live without music? <sighs> Which oh, movies. Movie? So
1: yeah, my um my thing is singing. I oh. sing. So I could not, and it's funny, it's like um a good indicator of where I am spiritually, yeah. <laughs> whether I've sung any of my words, which I just realized I did a little bit ago, so we're doing good. <laughs> but oh. I, I I always tell people I'm like the shittiest Disney princess. Like <laughs> I will sing what I'm doing, I will sing just anything. That's... So it's a constant. If I'm not singing. Something's up. something's up something's wrong <laughs> yeah I love that would you rather create a new holiday or create a new language Ooh. I think I'd rather create oh that's tough I would say language because I'd like to keep secrets from people but if we could create a new holiday here in the U.S. we don't get enough holidays and enough time off Yes, so I'd say let's do a new holiday yeah new
0: holiday love mm-hmm. it All right. If you could wear, or if you could only wear nothing but ball gowns every day for the rest of your life or only swimwear every day for the rest of your life, which one would you choose?
1: Oh God. Swimwear for sure. Swimwear. Love it. I've worn some heavy dresses in my life and that's no fun. They're uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. I hardly wear pants anyway, unless yes! I'm leaving the house. I don't wear yeah. pants unless I'm leaving the house at all. And sometimes if I've got like a long enough tunic and I'm just going through a drive-thru, I'm like still not putting on pants. Okay. So okay. Oh, yeah. I, can I rock walk... the swimwear thing. Uh, I walk <laughs> around
0: naked. Yeah. I'm like, why not? <laughs> exactly. All right. Next one is, would you rather live in a zoo or live in an amusement park?
1: Oh, a zoo. I love animals. Of love all it. kinds. So, yeah, definitely zoo. It would be super
0: cool to just like wake up and yeah. like, just see them and be with them. I think I'd be so I
1: cool. love hearing the howler monkeys. Yes. <laughs> so cool. I'd like to wake up to that. <laughs>
0: it'd be cool. Um, would you rather have a personal chef or personal housekeeper?
1: I'd say chef. Chef. Yeah. Because right. I'd rather clean than cook. Yes. That's a good call. So I like let the call. them take the cooking.
0: would you rather direct a movie
1: or a music video oh I think I'd rather direct a movie movie yeah because big reason is because you're you have so much creative control over that and I think with a music video you're kind of you're thinking of somebody else's what they're seeing and I've seen too many music videos. I'm like, this doesn't even make sense with the, what that song is about. Yes. Like, why? Oh, so true. It's
0: like <laughs> it's like a love song and it's like something completely opposite of that. And you're like, what? How'd you get that? Yes, yes. No, so I like
1: the idea of like, especially a horror movie because I have all these like stupid ideas of like, you know, when you're washing your face in the shower, something comes through the, <laughs> the shower curtain <gasps> or if you're washing in the sink, I'm always like, oh, if you like rinsed and you looked up and there's someone behind you. So so yeah, yes. I've already got, I've already got it going.
0: <laughs> like, I already got it in my head. This is going to be you know. my movie. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, If you could only online shop or in-person
1: shop, which one? Online. online. I would have said in-person a few years ago, but mm-hmm. we've and gotten switched. so used to online shopping for everything.
0: It's, it's too convenient though. Sometimes I'm like, yeah. it should be like, it should ask me more questions. Click. Are you sure like, you want to buy this are you <laughs> sure Janae like do you need this right sure now Sure, you need
1: this <laughs> <laughs> do you oh it can have my dad's voice of do you need this or do you want this that would be helpful
0: <laughs> all the time
1: <laughs> I'd probably ignore it anyway but you know <laughs> right right do you prefer flowers or chocolate oh chocolate for chocolate. sure love it chocolate I love I'm a chocolate junkie chocoholic and I'm not even supposed to have it but it's so good I love and it so flowers good. are sweet but they die that's true that's true
0: all right chocolate lives
1: one. in my tummy forever <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes I know I'm like give me all the chocolate like yes yeah, flowers but I I probably would choose chocolate even though I really <laughs> enjoy flowers um
1: last one is sunrise or sunset Oh, sunset. I'm a night owl. Oh, are you? Oh, yeah, for sure. So if it's a sweet idea to watch the sunrise, and I actually watched a sunrise on accident with a date recently. I say yeah. on accident, we just stayed out all night and all morning talking. Love um, it. But that's the only way I'm watching a sunrise. Do not wake me up <laughs> for a sunrise <laughs> ever yeah. sunset. Let's just walk outside. I'm up already. Right. watch The sunset and have dinner. Perfect.
0: Love it. That's, that is, (laughs) that's a good date night too. Just have dinner, watch the sunset.
1: Yeah. And then you still have the rest of the evening. Right. Right.
0: Love it. Well, Jen, this was so much fun. Thank you so, so much for coming on the podcast and sharing your story and experience. And I hope this really kind of opens people's eyes to just like you know, it's not, and it shouldn't be a bad thing to, you know, want more from, you know, just your partner and, and be open. And, and I hope that, you know, my listeners just enjoyed your stories. So thank you so much for being vulnerable and sharing all of your experiences
1: with us. Yeah, Thank you for having me. I, we, you know, I really wanted to um, just get that whole idea of like the creepy swingers in movies kind of thing out of everybody's head because that's the first thing anybody thinks of they're like oh are you going to like bars and unicorn hunting as they call it no (laughs) (laughs) people always just imagine the worst like very borat kind of or what whatever the other movie he did was
0: and i think it has been i mean you correct me if i'm wrong but it's kind of
1: being more quote-unquote socially acceptable and more people are getting into it absolutely absolutely i think again that the pandemic had something to do with it i think people are just realizing how much they need human connection more than they thought yeah no i love that but well, thank, you thank you so much for having me i had a lot of fun thank you so much it was
0: a pleasure <laughs> i hope you all enjoyed that episode it was so much fun talking to jen not jess <laughs> and i i was actually going to edit that out and then i was like you know what jenai This is the real authentic you and it was at least like two letter or wait, one letter off, two letters off. So at least I was not wicked off and I said like Emily or something like that. But anywho, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was honestly so enlightening to me and just really opened up my eyes. And I hope that I opened up your eyes. Obviously, this is not for everyone. But at the same time, it might be right for your situation. And, you know, obviously... That's up to you and your partner if you want to try it, but it's definitely not right for everyone, but I hope this at least opened up your eyes to, you know, for some people it works and it's good for them. Um, so I hope you enjoyed this conversation. Definitely connect with me on Instagram, Twitter, myspace no I'm just kidding at tiktok uh, at my naked mindset and definitely feel free to email me with any questions or ideas I appreciate you listening to another episode bye